Hello, and welcome to the penultimate TNG episode Ooh. of the shows, not the movies. The movies are different fucking... Fuck movies. Where are we? Start of Cerebi, that's the one. We are on episode 140. Woo! Wow. And actually, if we count the 10 forwards as well, is this a total 150th episode? It is. Well, luckily we've all got ciders here. Yeah. I, I like that you asked that like you didn't know. Oh no, I The answer was yes. Wait, isn't this episode well, 150? Wait, does Do that I... mean we're members of the... If this is the penultimate episode of TNG and it's our 150th episode, does that mean we're members of the pen... 150 club. Penis-o. When she said penultimate, I was like, man, I gotta get a pen 15 like, joke in. I feel like, yeah, no, you I feel like uh, penis-o would be the name of like a sex <laughs> A sex I am penis-o. <laughs> Prepare for penetration. Anyway, I am that. fully functional. Other than oh, penis-o, God. let's introduce ourselves. I am Ames. <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> You alright, Penis-O? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caitlin. I'm Penis-O too. <laughs> and this is Chris. But we have a surprise oh, yeah. guest this week. A surprise guest. Surprise. It's Marina Serdis. <laughs> Are you saying that because she has nice She has clavicles? a great sense of humor. Man, did you guys Very watch the after show? Did you guys watch the no, after show? No, fuck no, I didn't watch oh, the after man, show. Oh man, Rick Berman was like, yeah, we really like Marina because, you know, she's such a, a pretty lady. Oh my god, I'm gonna have such rage today. You fucking slob. Anyway, anyway, anyway not, introduce not... yourself. I'm Liz. Yay, Welcome Liz. back, Liz. Liz. God, you guys, what, did, what, what the fuck is happening? We Lots. Wait, you fucking, I thought what? you knew, dude. We have no what? idea. We feed you, we give you ciders, we let you talk about Star Trek. I wandered in your front door with the thought of chili. Delicious <laughs> chili, by the way. Awesome. Mm. But we're not here to talk about chili. We could um, be. The, the episodes that we are covering this week are Emergence and Preemptive Strike. Fucking hell. So in Emergence, Data is on the holodeck doing another fucking play. Too oh, many plays. God. And not even a good one. It's like he's run out of good Shakespeare plays. He's just, no offense, but he's I just doing the, the comedy. Julie now. Tamor Tempest? I heard that was good. I haven't seen it, though. I know like, nothing about it. She did, Julie Tamor did a Tempest film with uh, a female Prospero. Who was it? It was somebody famous. How many people did Marina she kill in that production? Damn it, I was going to make that joke. Uh, no, sorry. Anyway. Anyway, what yeah, so joke? Where's the lie? We're on the holodeck doing a thing. All of a sudden, a train nearly runs over Data and Picard. That's unusual. I wonder who programmed <laughs> that. Bev. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. So, so they realize, huh. Was a little slowdown in sick bay. Director's yeah, choice. Bev, Bev loves uh, running a train. Into what? her vagina? Yeah. yeah. That's more like a that ghost train. That was a joke. <laughs> ah! <Wow>. Ghost train. <laughs> nice. That's a reference. Why, this is why I never get through the synopses, because you guys just start Oh, yeah. Blame it on us. <laughs> and then Jake calls me out about it later. Come on, Abe. You're taking for fucking ever. I know. <laughs> Some night, you know, one day Abe's is going to literally murder you in your sleep, and we're all going to be like, no, no, she was right. I hope I just die in my sleep. Oh my god, no, I really can't dark. move your body. <laughs> <laughs> that's... I mean, that's, that's a pretty serious consideration, Jake. 
That's when you call my Uncle Joey. <coughs> He's got some guys that'll come over. They got a he big wants, trunk. And you don't sleep in pajamas, and it gets weird, and all right. Well, uh, I have a weird boner all of a sudden. Penis ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the, the, the ship is starting doing a bunch of weird things other than nearly killing people in the holodeck. It, start, it goes to warp for well, no reason. That's actually pretty normal. <laughs> I mean, things on its own, though. Oh, that's true. And it starts... You know, co- like creating all these nodes about the ship, and everyone says, That's weird. Were those there before? <laughs> ah, don't we worry never, about we it. We never actually look at these things. Bendy <laughs> straws. Yeah. Emergency. <laughs> and they go to check out what's going on in the holodeck because it started up again. Weird. And it's the train. The train is doing a train thing, and they go on and see, Huh, the train is going to Keystone City. All these random characters from different hologram pro- holodeck programs are there being fucking annoying and terrible. Oh, that's what they were doing. That's why they were all so random. Yeah. I only just got it. Good work, kid. Oh, I'm glad to Thank help. you. Um, <laughs> and the idea is... The idea is that... All the characters and the train and all the things they're doing are representative of creating a new intelligence. So the <laughs> ship is creating a everlasting gobstopper. I'm not sure what that thing was. No, that's right. It was. It was not. Looks about right. Yeah, yeah. The Enterprise is all id idiots. Id idiots. <laughs> I don't get it. That didn't work. No. 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 Six is a new consciousness, so they're all id. Ids. Oh, oh, that's bad. Jake. Yeah, no. I give yeah, Chris this. permission to cut that so that Jake doesn't look so bad. You're <laughs> <laughs> so charitable. Really? <laughs> you think this is the cutting that's going to save Jake? Aww. This is episode 140, Ames. True. We're way past that. How many penis mentions have there been so far? Tonight? Not enough. Yeah, no. What so go on, Ames. Penises? Yeah, I'm trying to go on. So they... they... <laughs> Go and they do some things. They realize, okay, the the ship is trying to go somewhere where it can collect Verdeon particles that will feed this new intelligence it's creating or becoming. It's always unclear what the hell is going on, and they change yeah. direction several times, like the train does, because it's a metaphor. Fucking goddamn it! Uh, the metaphor thing drove me so crazy. It was basically phantasms all over again, and I was so pissed. Yeah. It was like a shitty version of reboot. I don't know. You <gasps> mean, That's like, the, the one the with show? the dicks. The, the, That's the yes. one. Yes. Oh my god. No, I forgot oh, no. about that horrible art. And, and Picard and the others who aren't in the sub in the train realize, oh no, if the ship is trying to go to the Cordana's system, it won't make it in time because or we won't make it in time because we'll run out of air because the ship is draining other fucking uh, systems. Let's instead try to route it to this other place, and then they do, and then the Verdeons make the life form leave the ship, and they're like I wonder if this was a bad idea, or a good idea, or if this thing's actually a bomb or something. Oh well, let's continue on our way. And they do. That sounds about right. I was very frustrated with this episode. Dumb, dumb, so dumb. I still don't understand what the hell was supposed to be going on. Well, they make like a one-line reference to something having happened oh, yeah, there to instigate. Oh, yeah. There was a macroscopic storm, I think. I yeah, watched this episode right. twice, and I still am like, so like It wasn't clear to me what... Okay, there is a good episode <laughs> about some, you know, about a piece of technology gaining intelligence and, and forming... Nomad. Well... Well, short really, circuit. Well, really, it's neither of those, right? Because those both happened because of events, right? Like V'ger didn't become intelligent. V'ger encountered a race that gave it intelligence. Exocomps. 
Exocomps. Okay. Exactly. Nanites? So quality of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, nano, those are the two yeah. that I thought of. The nanites... Wesley? And quality of life. No, not Wesley. Wesley doesn't have it. Um, were the two that I was like, man... <laughs> Those episodes were cool. Well, the Nanites one was sort of cool. But Quality of Life was really good. But both of them dealt with this in a much more interesting way. Now, I could see... I like the idea of the Enterprise itself gaining some kind of, you know, consciousness. Which they yeah. kind of cock-tease us with for yeah. a while. Yeah. Like, and oh, man, I'm like, the why? Si- the, look at all the nodes. They look like Data's brain circuit bits. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, is the ship become gaining sentience? We already know, for, for that matter, the ship has created intelligent life before. Yeah. It's created Moriarty. Yeah. yeah. Fucking goddamn table. I mean, flip. I could understand, like, if they were do, trying to do, like, a, like, an nth degree type thing, where, like, something encounters the ship, assumes that it's a computer, well, it is, and interfaces with it, and then it becomes conscious that way. But... Okay. But like Cytherians are back, maybe that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It just seems like this is a lot of retread ground, and it's not explained what the fuck's going on. The ho- and, all the uh, holodeck <coughs> stuff just got pointless to me. At one, but point, that's a cool idea and premise. So I, like it's which, a good idea. Which, the, the creating life part, or the fact that it's also playing out on the holodeck using random fucking characters. If you have to have a holodeck episode, you don't though. But that's it, the lovely that's thing is you don't. To. That's She's what they right. Wanted. I remember thinking partway through, like, man, this feels like a really good season two episode. Mm. And the holodeck stuff, it felt like Fistful of Datas again. Yes. Complete with Lee Van Cleef. What? Lee Van Cleef was um, an actor who appeared in a lot of spaghetti westerns, but the specific look they had on the gunslinger was had to have been a reference to his costume in For a Few Dollars... No, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. A few dollars more? Mm-hmm. One of those two. He appeared in both as two different characters, which is slightly confusing. But in one of them, he had the, like, the very flat, very round cowboy hat and the long black frock coat. The only thing they got wrong was the mustache. He did have a very distinctive black mustache, but it wasn't a huge fucker like they had on the gunslinger. This is the guy that took the puzzle piece out of his pocket? And yes. Okay. Here, yes. I thought he was just... He never got lined, did he? I don't think so. No. Now, I'm surrounded by English majors here. Excuse uh, you. I'm not an English major. Yeah, you get to. I, well, yeah, that's surrounded. Um, We're all on this side of the table. Whatever. You're trying to make humanities um, Excuse majors. me. Some of us studied classics. <laughs> and art history. Okay, I'm surrounded by educated people. I'm surrounded by I am a, I am a lowly, uneducated person. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Did you not go to college? No. I have no... Oh, shit. I'm out Jake here. makes more Jesus. than everybody else at the table combined. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because oh, I yeah. spent four years earning money. Yeah, he made the right decision, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and gaining job experience. Yeah, you did. And learning the things that actually... He also does have computers. The rest anybody. of us got fucking duped. Yeah, Go on. Yeah, so you're anyway, um, I, I point is... I went to school and did, did work. Um, I know. I'm kidding. Um, what was I going to... Let's make a point. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm surrounded by crisis. educated people. So maybe Love somebody me. who's educated here... Can re- remind me on on their, their, the literary trope of the Chekhov's gun. Oh, if there is a gun on the mantle in the first act, it has to go off in the final act. Correct. Which, in or by? By the final act. Which yeah. you know is you know it's it's it's, it's a trope. It's not yeah. a rule. No. You know, there's no literary police going around being like, hey, that gun didn't go off. But I got to fucking say, when you are in a holodeck episode and you introduce that the safeties are off, yeah. somebody better fucking get hurt. That's yeah. I mean the conductor got killed. Well, two people got hurt. He was a fake. Yeah, but he yeah, wasn't real to begin with. <laughs> a human better be getting no, no, hurt. People got hurt. Picard and 
Diana both got scrapes on the exact same cheek. Coincidence? Yes. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> so, oh, yes, it's true. She did get crushed oh by God. bricks. She'd be dead. She'd be fucking dead. Mm. And what was are... the point of the fucking bricks? They lay, oh, the, found... no the, bricks. They lay the foundation. Actually, speaking of uh, Chekhov's gun, though, uh. another thing I thought was going to matter was like when the wall collapsed, apparently the wall had been hiding a door. There was like a door with an address number. It's like, oh, what's that going to be? Did oh, they, did they nothing. Go, did, they never went in, did they? Nope. Nothing came of that. Nope. Hey, uh... Guys, we got access to the back lot, the city back lot, where, you know, we did uh, City uh, on the Edge of Forever and the and the Oxmix one. Uh, you guys want to film something there? Uh, sure. I'm going to go out on a limb. They did use the train from Bram Stoker's, Bram Stoker's Dracula oh. to save lots of money. Budapest. Well, they clearly um, were using just a standard backlot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of back, speaking of back lot, I would, I would go as far to say that as far as but, you know, let's use the backlot episodes of Trek Go. This was worse than Miri. Ooh. Ouch. That is a lot. And it's TNG, TNG, has TNG... There weren't any children, at TNG least. really has steered clear of the backlot. By and large, except again for when they're on the holodeck. Yeah. Well, specifically even like this this particular backlot. Yeah. It's yeah. very recognizable, yeah. you know, New York backlot. <laughs> yes. See, it's funny, because I, after I watched this, I remember thinking, like, yeah, that was forgettable, but whatever. But the more we talk about it, the more I realize, no, this was actually really quite very actively bad. Yeah, it, it just didn't make any sense. It wasn't, like, a very and considering cohesive it's, episode. It's the third to last episode. Yeah. I, I know they get, like, thousands of script ideas a year, and they have to pick the ones they think will really, really work. <laughs> there was nothing better than and this. And here, they've been on seven <laughs> seasons, and how many fucking, like, pitches have they gotten? And this yeah. is the one they decide to fit it to, like, as one of the final episodes of TNG that they pick. Well, and I think it's because, who was it, Braga? Yeah, Braga wanted another holodeck story and was considering a Dixon Hill, and they all talked him out of it. See, a Dixon Hill, as much as, like, the first Dixon Hill was kind of a letdown, I think... I would have enjoyed that more. Yeah, at least it would have gone into the overall, like, like a recurring theme of the, especially the second half of this season has been, let's revisit some old shit. Mm-hmm. And that at least would have fit in with that. Instead, it's like, hey, the Enterprise makes the Windows 95 Pipe Dreams screensaver, but it can think. See, I would enjoy, see, I, I don't think there's a single holodeck episode that's really great. I mean, I, I guess, I think, uh... It comes close. I think uh, the second Moriarty one is okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But even that's not... I wouldn't think of that as a holodeck episode in the same way. I mean... Well, it, they're trapped in the holodeck. They are, but it's... I. Yeah. But... But... So... Th- there is no need for another holodeck episode. No. If there was going to be another holodeck episode, I kind of wish they had done something... I guess they did do something new with it, but I wish they had done something new and interesting. Instead. They did. They did something with it that was like, "What? How about we did? Well, how about we do what we did with phantasms, but instead of a dream, it's in the holodeck." Yeah. But and that's where really because you have to piece together what's going on by all the crazy visuals that have correlations in real goddamn life. Because I'm trying to figure out what what to say about this, but I literally I'm trying to piece together what I watch. The engineer the, represents no... the navigational system, which doesn't make any and sense. And the conductor, rep- no, no, and the and the the mobster represents the security system, and this brick represents what someone got hit in the head with to write this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no. Hmm. 
The idea that, that the Enterprise is getting sentience, one, never goes anywhere. Nope. Um, obviously. Because why it would it? They send this blob into space, and they're like, done, let's yeah, go! No, there's, it, it's unsatisfying. And just the... the out, it's the abstract bits. Like this, it's suddenly like this. This emerging sentience is thinking in abstract, but it, it's not convincing. Especially if we're if we're making little comparisons to data, mm. who doesn't do abstract so well. Do it's it makes it just it makes even less sense. And there's just nothing. There's nothing for for a viewer to grab onto conceptually. Like nothing solid enough where you can be like, oh, I think I understand what's going on here and what we're supposed to puzzle through. Because there are little puzzles and yeah. the mystery. Like he's like, oh, we solved the mystery, and I'm like. Oh, good. What happened? <laughs> what, what, what? The mystery changed several times and in the making. And the yeah. writers of this episode went on to write Batman Forever and those horrible riddles. But, like, it must also be, like, editing has to be a problem here, right? Like, there's got to be stuff on the cutting room floor that could have yes. possibly explained some of these That's things. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking there has, there's something missing. Like, there had to have been something written that explained what the fuck happened. I, I, but did, they I had, didn't look into any cut scenes. They anything. had to cut it to make room for that great Prospero scene. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that was, like, really, that opening was, like, seven or eight minutes, I it seems I literally like. think the Wait, only you. reason they went with that was because they knew the show was ending and they wanted Picard to talk about... One more Shakespeare thing? Well, that, well, that and also it's, like, the end of an era kind of bullshit. Uh, I mean, it was also I, the way I looked at it because I did watch the stupid fucking thing twice. So sorry. Um, they talk about, oh, this is Prospero's last creation. Mm-hmm. And in the show... There's all these metaphors for creation. <laughs> oh god, we've all gone mad. Okay, well, you definitely have. It's so dumb. I guess the other benefit of that scene is that it is the single most coherent part of the entire episode. So I think you got that right. My um, so I was thinking about like what if I if I were to rewrite this well not rewrite so i'm not going to rewrite it because i don't think there's a way to really fix it throw away but what i'd say is if i were to to fill in the blanks like if someone was like hey jay here's this episode we need to fill in like the missing scenes i think what i would say is you would put in that the the instigating factor is what's missing i'd put a scene where the enterprise encounters some kind of space anomaly that blocks its way or, or appears to be damaging and they fire on it and it starts sending out erratic things oh my god just like the space whale remember the space whale from galaxy's child yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've and then oh shit we've accidentally killed it and it's that little it's that thing it's that little geometric thing and then it and and then like and then like we see we see a scene outside the ship where like little rays of bits come off yeah. of it and one of them hits the enterprise mm. And we get the sense that oh shit, it has it has knocked up the Enterprise, and that's really what we're doing here. Is that it's not the Enterprise becoming conscious; it is this alien trying to use the Enterprise as an incubator to mm. to propagate itself. Which you know, and then you can have you can do that same Galaxy's Child thing. You can have Picard. <laughs> you can like what I was missing in this was any sort of like moral debate about. You know, yeah, like do with it. Like we could, we could say, hey, well, you know, you know, Jordy comes. He's like, okay, well, there's one way we can get this thing out of the ship. We can, we can, we can do. We can do a full reboot of the main computer and restore from static memory. We've done that before when we got infected in uh, Contagion. Was that the one? Uh, the one with the the Iconian virus. That sounds right. I can't um, remember at all. <laughs> 
Anyway, whatever. So a familiar name. Um, There's been almost a hundred, hundred eighty episodes. Yeah, the of this one, show. The, the the one where the whatever, uh, the one with the gateway, yeah, the Iconian gateway, and the Enterprise, <laughs> and the and the, uh, the other galaxy class ship blows up. Whatever. The Yamato. Yamato. Yep. Um, so you're right. Just, yeah. But anyway, so I think that's contagion. So you could, but that's how they fix the Enterprise in that when they got a computer virus. So they could be like, well, it's kind of like the same thing. We'll just blue, reboot the blue, computer, blue. and um, and then you could do that. And then you could have Data being fighting for be like you know do the same thing he did with the uh, with the, the exocomps. exocomps and they're like well why don't we let it play out and then we get to the point where like shit it's actually gonna kill the ship you know we're gonna run out of life support so we better send it off to you know we better help it out and then it gives birth to that fucking thing you know I think there's ways you can make this episode but better. they wanted they specifically wanted a holodeck episode and the thing is like I look at this and I'm like. Yeah, if we did just the the ship gaining sentience and giving birth and whatever the fuck it is, it would be kind of bland. And it needs that holodeck thing to like give it something exciting. But the holodeck thing is also really dumb. Yeah, they could have done better. Also, when the holodeck is like trying to disrupt Data from doing whatever the fuck he was doing in that manhole, all it does is send a taxi at him. Fucking it. Like, you're a holodeck. Go full Looney Tunes. Drop an anvil on the motherfucker's head. Mm. A piano. Instead of a taxi that frankly was going so slowly that <laughs> even a non-superhuman, if they were hit by it... Is it going so slowly? Would fall to the ground. So they fall to the ground and pretend to have been injured to try to get an injury. Yeah, plane. like it would have been like, oh, ow, that mildly... That, that scene in Austin Powers. Yeah. So he's trying to get him to... St- it's driving like two miles an hour. So the only interesting thing I found about this episode was I was sitting there and I'm like, that conductor's really familiar. That is... The fuck you looking mm-hmm. at? That's Hubsucker, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, but I did look him up. What did you just say about my mother? His name is David Huddleston. Good name. He was in Blazing Saddles. He was one of the many Johnsons. Got it. He apparently was in a couple episodes of Gilmore Girls. He was in at least one episode of Columbo. He was in a few Murder, She Wrote. Oh, fuck yeah. He's a fucking... Uh, he was also the Big Lebowski in The Big Lebowski. Mm. Oh. Yeah, he was... He was. Remember the, Jeff Bridges is another bricker. Lebowski. Yeah, he was a gold bricker in The Big Lebowski, and they had a gold brick there we go. in this. But yeah, so the, the actual, like, The Big Lebowski refers to the other Lebowski, not Jeff Bridges. Oh, right, Jeff right. Bridges was He's a little the dude. Lebowski. Yeah. And the dude. But the, the conductor was The Big Lebowski. I, like, totally forgot that there was more than one Lebowski. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That was the whole plot of the film. That and the rug tying them. Honestly, I have no idea. I've seen that movie twice, and I could never actually tell you what it's about. I know that, like, Mm -hmm. Julianne Moore shows up to get pregnant, and there's a rug, and Donnie has a heart attack, and Jeff Goldman said, Joel, what's his fucking name? Goodman. John, John Goodman. Goodman. John Goodman. Jeff Goldman. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> you know, good old Jeff Goldman. Do they, they, they put Jeff Goldman and John Goodman into the fly Oh, God. That would be horrible. Yeah. But yeah, he says, shut the fuck up, Donnie, a lot. That's the yeah. whole movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, and White John, Russians. John, White Russians. John Totoro. Yep. Oh, yeah. Jesus or some shit. Yep. He's a pedophile? That's the whole joke about his character, is that he's a he's a toucher. Well, he's, that needs licks his that bowling fu- ball. Because, well, he's just... He's that doesn't really dude. seem funny. I think it's just a uh, ha-ha joke. It's a... This it's is a, a weird Coen Brothers it's, it's movie. It's a look at this creepy motherfucker. It's an I'm fucking uncomfortable, don't touch me joke. Yes. I don't... Fair enough. Eight-year-olds, hilarious. Dude. Eight-year-olds. Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump to the end. Please. Oh, yeah. no, this episode was terrible. So, so Picard is... 
trying to rationalize why he let the thing go away while and not like follow up with it or put like a homing device on it to check check up on it or probably tell anyone that this happened. I'm sure it'll call. Don't worry about it. Um, his, no, it never backfired with Khan. His reasoning is that oh, you've seen it's seen what we do on the holodeck. It's it's come from us. Therefore, if if what we do is good, then it is good. And I'm like, oh, do shut up. Have you seen what Barkley does on the holiday? <laughs> <laughs> say, okay, you seen, we all know what have the fuck you, you do on the holiday. What Riker does on the holiday? No, uh, specifically, do not watch. Like there was, at, remember there was that. I wouldn't mind. I'd watch. There was an episode where he was specifically turned on and went, "I'll be in holodeck four. Like they straight yeah. up admitted he uses that for sex. Yeah, but that's because everyone uses yeah, it for that's, sex. I think that, I What's that's the big been, admission? Everyone fucks in that thing. That's no, I know. But that's the point of the thing. No, I know, but that's the we, first time they we, actually like admitted that out loud. We meet Minuet, and Riker says, how real are you? And yeah. she says, as real as you need yeah. me to be. No, I know, but there, there's very little actual acknowledgement. And, that's and it one turns of the out few. that it wasn't true because he wasn't able to like fucking use. Get ready, because in DS9, yeah. the holodecks are straight up sex rooms. That's, at least they admit it. I find it, I know we haven't watched DS9 yet, and I know I'm like jumping the gun, but I find it really weird that we go, I don't know, because it's not a spaceship, it's a space station, that's yep. why. Yep. I was like, why are they suddenly renting these fucking things out? Everybody has access to this, and I'm like, oh no, yep. I guess not. Yeah. But also, why do it's they a have, big space but then why do they have sex rooms on spaceships? Because people get fucking lonely on a spaceship. Yeah. You can also use it to play detective. Yeah. And fuck, Detective. You, know, you, you know he fucked the secretary, too. Um, duh. Oh, God. She had legs all the way to Florida or whatever. What? Sure he did. I don't know. You know, oh, like... he was gonna fuck the People always say really stupid yeah. shit to, like, describe women. Legs down to there. Legs so, up to her chin or something. That... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> How uh, does anatomy work? Yes, I, not I, well. Who knows? I have also read the oh, Saga yeah, comics. You would think that they're... Oh, my God. It's like Octodad. Like, I actually like, have Like, we only yeah, ever really see, like, he, like, like real, like, humanoid people yeah. in the holodeck. But you know that, like, somebody out there's got tentacle porn in that thing. Oh, oh that's yeah. Barkley. When you say someone, you mean, like, basically <laughs> yeah. everyone? Because... There's going to be yeah, giant woman Barkley. stuff. Oh, there's yeah. going to be... All the fetish stuff. Oh, and tiny woman stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That weird genie there, there, shit. There's going to be, like, like freakishly big dicks. Yep. Uh, that's already porn, anyway. Well, that's mean, what I'm saying. Like, anything that you... Mm. Any, like, Rule 34 thing that you can think about today exists in the holodeck. There's going to be, so, like, can you imagine the freaking like, hentai shit that's oh, yeah. going oh, on in there? Oh, my Lord. I mean. i got to get a holiday. <laughs> I was just going to say, I imagine it all the time, and I'm really sad that I live in this present and not we'll the glorious cryo future. Caitlin, can the holodeck reproduce do. odors? <laughs> like, like <sighs> think you get So you know what really pissed no, me off about them. the holodeck? Uh, and the, I know that Jake knows it existed that and those, says shit like that. That those drinks were still in their hands when the program had ended. Oh, yeah, I didn't the, like that. The, the, that kind of shit bothers me. Because it's all supposed to be one. It's, it's well, like obviously, force fields and hard light or whatever the fuck bullshit they can But here's the question, right? right? If you if you ate a holodeck steak. Yeah. And then the holodeck turned off and you were full, would you suddenly feel hungry again? I mean, probably. Would you be like, oh! Yeah, it's got to be at least like some Like, would the holodeck steak be like Stuffed in your colon and then like get like shit. removed? Yeah, because then suddenly there's a vacuum in your stomach where there wasn't a second well, ago. So unless, like, at the very least there's cramps or gas. Unless you assume mm. stuff that... It's also a replicator kind of? Yeah, that's what you're saying. If you, you, you use a holodeck oh, toilet and, and the holodeck and, turns off. 
That is was... there just poo in the corner? Yes. Thank yes. you for fucking reminding me. That, you remember when you were talking earlier about, oh, well, it does this. Well, it has a replicator that's kind of like reproduction. Oh, God, yeah. No, it is fucking not is not. Yeah. So, but the thing that really annoyed uh, me, that's... I know this is something that's not limited to TNG, and we're going to see it again and again and again and again and fucking again in Star Trek. But it's always going to annoy me. But I, I particularly thought of it this time. The obsession with people in the 24th century yep. with 20th century yep. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Did you know the Orient Express once carried along a thousand people? And when I was like, Bev! Was it Gertrude Stein? Yeah, what and the fuck Freud. Was it? It's like, the spaceship you're on carries a thousand right, like, people, Bev, you asshole. you are a spaceman. The Orient Express <laughs> is not exciting or romantic. It is she's, a train! She's Dr. Spichemin. Yeah. Like, you literally, <laughs> like, have... I, the shit you people have done in seven seasons... And you're like, oh, the Orient Express is I so... Think, go, go fuck yourself. I really, really wish we... And I think I know a lot of it is because, oh, it's the sets that we can get. Oh, it's the costumes yeah. we can get because they're already on the fucking lot and bullshit like that. But I really wish we saw more things in between today and their day. Like, pick a random 22nd century well, thing. Or even I, I like, say that, but here's the thing. There are going to be times when they are going to depict near future stuff like stuff from the 21st century and it's hit or miss i mean but it's not nearly as often wrong. as the exact well, day that they're and filming it doesn't even have to be that. Just, just, just once just once give me somebody who's like oh yeah no i'm really obsessed with 17th century france mm. or something Trelane? yeah like give me somebody that has a period of interest that isn't the year the show is being I mean, made the orange express wasn't well, yeah, but it was still it, the same century. Something, yeah, something outside of Europe more often would be nice, too. Yeah, that too. But and like, more interesting. It would be more interesting to see, because it's not like we haven't seen them going around in froofy coats and lace. Yeah, or and also, like, other fucking planets. Yeah. Other fucking planets would be great. That'd we don't know anything about well, them. Well, here's the thing. How They've got to have great stories. Don't, don't do holodeck. Let's just make well, it. Yes, that, that's Because holodeck is a fucking lazy writing thing, and it's fucking stupid. I definitely preferred when they just said, Planet of the Hats. To holodeck malfunction. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Planet of the Hats. It's like shorthand for like it's it's called that because of a piece of the action. It, Planet it, of the Hats. Oh, if they yes. had found a you, like you, Earth thing. And yeah, but it's sort of talking about how like how like you go to a planet and like Brand there's one very specific mm. monoculture. Mm. Um, and sometimes yes, it would be like oh look, it's a lot like this. They could go Earth to the culture. planet that is based off Agatha Christie novels. Yes. That I would have preferred to and, uh, Bev having a boner. Except that's just the Royale, so that's, you know, also... <laughs> but, yeah, but that was based that off an Earth book. Oh, the That's Royale. what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like, I just... Yeah, oh, I the, forgot the, about the Royale. I recently rewatched the Royale. And you don't so even have sorry. to... Here's the thing, you don't even have to show it, but just have someone who's like, you know, give me someone who's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm really into, like, early 22nd century fucking ping pong or something. This planet was the culture was changed when they found a copy of the Bee Gees best of album. Oh god. <laughs> planet of the Bee Gees. Oh my god, I want Saturday god. Saturday uh Saturday night fever. All if that's time. not in Discovery season 3, I will be crushed. Just bushy beards, bell bottoms and falsetto everywhere. Picture Saru <laughs> in the like uh in the John Travolta white yep. oh. Fucking suit, yeah, doing the chair. Yeah. That way, oh. great. He's so long. I know. Yeah. Picture him doing the dance. His arms would be like whips. I know. 
Tell me you don't want to see that. I guarantee... You know what would be a really interesting a thing name. is the... So we know that Klingons are really into Shakespeare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to assume that, like, Klingons, because they seem to have very... They do have culture. They have opera. That, but most, they love their weird art. It's just so incongruent. But like, like, but like so they're very, but they're very obsessed. Like all of their culture seems to stem from their religious shit and their warrior bullshit. Yeah. So when I see like, okay, this guy's into Shakespeare, I'm like, okay, so it this, makes a weird so, kind of sense. So the way that they There's end up branching into, the way they branch out their culture is not by creating new stuff from their own because they don't have any cultural history to go off of. They just borrow shit from other cultures and and use that. So, mm. you know, Shakespeare and the original Klingon and yada yada yada. What I want to see is the Klingon Elvis impersonator of their <laughs> culture. <laughs> that's valid. Write that up, Jake. Have you started your fanfic? I was gonna yet? say that's Not gonna yet. have to be your fanfic. Uh, I don't have Klingons in my list, so but, yeah, um, you don't have to. But yeah, no, I, I, I the, the, the Klingons latching on. That's what I want. I want the story of the person that introduced the Klingons to Shakespeare. It was probably Archer. Yeah. That would have been like something he would do. That would have been in season five if they got one. I would just be interested to see, like, like a. There's just such a huge disconnect that they never bothered to connect. Where it's like we everything's all about warriors and honor and and uh, like crude shows of strength uh, and howling in each other's faces. But then also raw. Like where where are the where are the Klingon opera singers? Where are the career like performers? Because like they're not spending all their time on fucking ships, bellowing at each other when swinging botless around because they got rehearsal. Well, I think they're 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 <laughs> on the home world and on the various worlds of the empire never a making money. To them. There's never it's well, either it's, like you have honor and you are a warrior or you're fucking nothing. Well, they're going to go to I the think opera. that's true though. I think which like it's believable, but it's like we need to you see know that. you know you you must assume that the, that the you know uh, Genghis Khan's. Horde, there must have been poets. And yeah, no, and there was a whole poet, you know, poetic culture to it. But what you hear about... Yeah, there was one whole poet. Like, <laughs> there was what, one what, whole what you hear about it, you know, are the conquests <laughs> and, and everything, you know? Like, that's what gets, you know, celebrated, for lack of a better term. That's what it gets history. reduced to. But the poet yeah. wrote that so shit. I, so I wonder how much... And, like, in, in terms of the Klingons, which I think are kind of based on, on the Mongolian hordes, you know, mm. there's a kind of a warrior culture... You know, we're getting. I think we're getting the the warrior class. You know, we're getting. Yeah. So yeah, but the difference is what our perception as a you know modern Western cultural you know like our 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 modern our modern perspective on the Mongols and the Steppe Nomads is based. It, it is it is a because of exclusion and bias. Mm-hmm. Like it is we, the problem. The problem there is our historians and past historians. Past, generations of, of European historians and Western historians who yeah. just sort of like threw everything else away because we want to remember them as barbarians. Yeah, this is what we this is what we wrote down. This is what we're Right. The lens we're... that we're looking at Klingons with is through a creative lens with storytellers who are making shit up and so it's their choice not to well, show those yeah, things. To, I mean, the, to what Chris has said, like the, the the planet of the hats, right? Like yeah. every every Everything culture in, in Star Trek is a monoculture. Everything, yeah. you know. The the Vulcans are that's one like so there's a thing in Discovery that they introduce, which is these Vul- these Vulcan extremists that are, mm, you know, yeah. that are terrorists. We saw one in TNG. Yeah, we had the that's logic true. extremists. We did it. Yeah, that's well, true. What about um? You said Vulcans, right? Yeah. What about yeah. in the end of uh, six when there's that Vulcan that like betrays Spock? Well, she's still a she thinks it's the logical thing. Yeah, to do. she's she's oh, acting okay. as a Vulcan, but like there's mm-hmm. there's clear like they start to kind of give hints of 
divergence, which yeah. I like. Yeah, and you actually get you get to see an interesting sort of sect of Vulcans in Enterprise True. at one point. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that thing is like everything is from the perspective of the Federation folks. Yeah. You know, we get a lot of it via Worf, who we discover very quickly is not a typical Klingon. Even though he thinks yeah. he is. Well, but yeah. we, we know that anyway, though, because he doesn't understand, like, how you can be, you know, fighting one minute and then right. laughing together in the bar the next minute. What, what it like comes he, down to is... Like you he said, don't he's read the Bible, but he doesn't yeah. go to church or whatever. Like, ooh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like, what... It, well, what that's you, not mine. What you would kind of want before, is just, but. you know, maybe a mini-series about the life of a Klingon normal person. Yeah, I mean, we've yeah. met those Klingon priests who yeah. are a different type of Klingon. I, like, yeah. I think more of that would be interesting. As Like, I feel like a lot of times when there is a Klingon-centric episode, I'm seeing the same thing over again, in my mind. Yeah. Like, well, because I they get bored with Because every episodes. time, the problem is almost every time we have a Klingon episode, it's yeah. because of political shenanigans. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's never just there's like. There's still ways you can. You can. There's still ways you can inject more world building into. This. You oh, I could, agree. but I agree. they're I not interested. That, yeah, in I just don't think is it's, what it comes down to. <laughs> you could, but like, there oh, is there's the one episode where we met the Klingon scientist. Yeah. Um, mm. The one where Rega went and got killed. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I, you know, and the way that she's kind of portrayed in that episode is like, she's an outcast. You know, like she she gets basically no respect mm. from from people from from other Klingons. Even though like they need fucking science to continue yeah. like Klingoning. They, they became a warp culture Clinging? for like somehow clinging clinging clinging. Yeah. Anyway, very interesting. Mm. So, so it's like our so own culture. We, you know, sorry. No. Yeah, what about our own culture? Just that, like, we have this large swaths of people in mm. the U.S. especially who are like terrified of science, but like. You know, so they'll then vac- tweet about how much they hate science. Yeah, it's like, oh, vaccines are the devil, and oh, science and climate change is bullshit. While I send you this tweet from my fucking iPhone, like. Anyway, I went to the doctor today, and the dentist recommended surgery. I mean, think about how many people in the world, just to use us again as a metaphor, that have only ever met Americans via the invading military forces. Yeah. yeah. They keep washing ashore on North Sentinel. Yes. That stupid dead fucker. Uh, we are we are well into the yellow oh, for the second did we, episode. Did we set the clock before? Or? Yeah. Okay, we I more or less started on the I green. Missed yeah. the, I missed Should the I clock. reset the clock? No, no, we're fine. We're just gonna... We'll just do what we do. Well, it's almost doing. too bad because the second episode was actually pretty good. Yeah. What was it about, Ames? Oh, the second you mean preemptive strike? Yeah. Uh, by the way, directed by Patrick Stewart. Ooh. Oh, nice work. Mm. Peace do. Preemptive strike. Uh, Roe is back. Roe has been away learning advanced tactical bullshit. Uh, she's a lieutenant now. And everyone's been asking, where's Roe? <laughs> they put her in the taffy stretcher. <laughs> I don't get that joke. Because the last time we saw Roe, she was still a child. And it's a, it's a Willy Wonka uh, reference. And they, had, and they had right. to stretch her back out into normal size. And they say, oh no, there's this Cardassian ship that the McKee... I wrote, a paramilitary organization of Federation citizens taking up arms against the Cardassians. So and basically... By opposing end of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to die. To sleep. No more. <laughs> more fucking Shakespeare. Yeah, so there, so a bunch of, of the Maquis are attacking a Cardassian ship. The Enterprise says, God damn it, we're at a very tenuous peace with the Cardassians. Leave them the fuck alone. Ah! And they break it up, and the McKee fly, fly away. And Picard says to Dechev, who turns up, Oh, we gotta do something about this. 
In fact, I've got just the right person for the job. And she's like, Ensign why didn't you, why oh, didn't you wait. bring more canapes? Mm. True. She did remark on the lack of canapes, didn't she? She did. I mean, that's that's unacceptable, honestly. Yeah, fucking. Oh, it's okay though. It just would have gone right to my hips. Mm. Fucking TNT. She wasn't. Writers. She wasn't super bitchy this time though. No, no, she, she was very pleasant. But anyway, Cito's dead, so they decide, yeah, Ro will do it. <laughs> She's another Bajoran. We're gonna send Ro to infiltrate a Maquis cell so that she can try to like learn more about their, what they're doing, and so that we can like find a way to get to get into their their skis. Is that the word? They can go skiing with them. I don't know how. I don't know the the terminology. There's what are you skis? talking about? We're gonna go skiing. No. What? Cut off. No, I really There's... don't know what the hell you're talking about. Wait, what? <laughs> His name's Stees. Never mind. Oh, they're Stees. Yes, yes, they're Stylanese. Style. That's what that means. Yes. Ah. What? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But anyway, uh, so they send Ro to. Did I write the place? No, I didn't write the place. To go get herself into the the cell of. Massius, the leader of a McKee cell, and they, they befriend each other immediately over some delicious Bajoran food. Looked like a wrap. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was basically little, a wrap. Uh, it did little, just look like a wrap, didn't it? They're just like burritos. Yeah, mm. a little uh, grilled burrito. Mm. And immediately they're like, yes, we trust Roe empirically because uh, she... She can go onto the Enterprise and steal a bunch of medical equipment. I'm an excellent We're not, judge of character. We don't look into these things. We just assume that well, everything they is look fine. look her up. I have a good feeling about this they one. They looked her up, but they didn't see that she recently they, took an advanced tactical course. They checked out her, they checked out her LinkedIn. It, t- it said, uh, you know, <laughs> former, uh, you know, sentenced to prison. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, questionable, questionable leadership. And all of a sudden, the Cardassians attack the little McKee village kill Rose friend Masias. Sorry, buddy. You can have your burritos in hell. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Rose starts having all these conflicts. Like, oh man. I The, the problem is I believe in what the McKee are doing because, you know, as everyone knows, I don't like Cardassians. Interesting choice in me in this fucking project, Picard. All right. <laughs> but we're going to try to, to catch the McKee by sending a whole bunch of, of ships that are supposedly sending ingredients to make a bioweapon to the Cardassians, if the McKee attack this fake convoy, then we jump in and say, boo, and catch him. <laughs> um, but before they can yell boo and catch him, Rose shoots some bullshit towards where the Enterprise is hiding, and everyone says, oh no, the Enterprise is here. Call off the attack. They all leave. Rose t- tells Riker, oh, I'm not going to come with you. Here's my earring. I'm going with them. Riker says, yeah, I figured that was what was going to be what happened because you're you. Uh, and then Picard has a sad because Ro is gone. Oh, yeah. It is very sad. It was a bummer. So yeah, I, I, think, I do agree. I think this is a good episode. I think, I don't know, I wish the Maquis... Desaad. Yeah, the Maquis Desaad. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel a little bit like there's so much better Maquis stuff that happens that I know about. Then I'm just like, oh, man, oh, you know, the Ro character is such a waste, I feel like. You oh, know. man, and the writers, uh, Jerry Taylor had to go and, like, fucking beg Michelle Forbes to come back. Because, they, I guess her agent mm. was like, well, well, like, leave us alone, we're, we're done. And they, like, they appealed directly to, to Michelle Forbes saying, all right, how about if we do this, this, and this with your character? And she gets to have this big conscience of... 
mm-hmm. uh, or battle of conscience over this thing, and they convince her to come back. I mean, she did a great job. She I'm always does a great job. I just, I just, yeah. yeah why did, do you know why that she didn't? She want wanted to. Involved? She wanted to focus on movies. It sounds like. Uh, and for she Berman has, probably well, said something inappropriate. She to had it. worked so well for Denise Crosby. Uh, yeah. She had claimed that if DS Nine would would approach her with like a bit part. That was good. Like if, oh. if she agreed to it, she would have come to DS Nine. Oh. But I guess they never did because there's a character. The, the whole time I'm watching this episode, there's a yeah. DS Nine character that I'm just like, man, that character would have been so much better if it was just Row. That's oh, I remember you saying this a long time ago. Actually, that's what Fuck. I originally heard. Like I heard that originally that was supposed to be Row. No, no, not. No, I'm like, not, not talking Kira. about Kira. I'm not talking oh. about Kira. Kira's, Kira's there's, there is a. Mu- because I mean, yeah, that's that's a main yes. character, and and like Nana Visitor is fantastic. Absolutely. But, uh, and I, you know, and I Ro would have been fine for yeah. that. But at the same time, I do, I don't, I like that okay. we had Nana Visitor. I wasn't sure if you. Like, but I think it's game. better to have that character not be Starfleet. Yeah, yeah and to not have and not to have the backs, you know, have a different backstory than Ro. No, there is actually another character on DS Nine. It's mm. a bit character. It's a recurring smallish how, character. How soon in do we see it? Uh, I think I think he's introduced in maybe the third season. Oh, uh, you're talking about now. And he and and it's a Starfleet character mm. who I don't know. I just think would have been great for Ro. I don't yeah. want to say anything else to spoil it, but I just think that if it was Ro, it would have been great. And like and that was in 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 sort of his plot is kind of what I was thinking of a lot during this episode. And again, I'm spoiling more than I should, but ah, because it's like they took a. They t- you know how people are bitching about uh, Game of Thrones and how they they just like made Daenerys uh, do every you know like in the be a total asshole, a total in, the asshole in the last two seconds last, of the in show the, in the last mm-hmm. minute. I kind of feel like that about this episode where it's like we meet the we, we find out about these Maquis and they're and they're terrorists, but they're actually just nice people. And uh, well, you know, there's there's fine people on both sides. They do, they they do a better sides. job with these terrorists than they did in the high ground. That's true. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so here's what I was thinking of this episode. We're thinking a lot actually. Boy, the Federation, is... Starfleet, and Picard in particular, have bungled literally everything they've ever done with the Cardassians. How so? I'm sorry, say that again. I was, I, I spaced out for a second. I, I... <laughs> the Federation, Starfleet, and Picard yes. have all bungled every interaction okay. they've Following ever again. had with the Cardassians. Sorry, I, sp- I totally spaced. Like, look. The Cardassians are shitheads, though. They're the worst. They are the They're the best worst. at being the worst, though. True. Yeah, they're pretty But, great. like, and I get it. You've got the Prime Directive. And you don't go around shoving your... And you've got this tenuous peace treaty. Culture. Well, before that, though. Okay. Like, you've got, you know, the Prime Directive. You don't go around shoving your culture down other people's throats. But the Federation clearly just sat there, jerking off. Letting the Cardassians run roughshod across the Alpha Quadrant. Like, they just (laughs) sat there and let the Cardassians really fuck up Bajor. You know, like, fucking Captain Maxwell went about it the wrong way. But, like, yeah, clearly the Cardassians are breaking treaty. And instead of trying to find a way to prove it, the Federation just goes, oh, hmm. Like, yeah, you know what? Look over there. The, the, the Maki need to exist because the Federation's got their thumb up their ass. Well, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think that that's, and and that's one of the reasons I really enjoy, like the Maki as a thing that exists. Yeah, because they do a really good job 
in in this episode and in episodes to come of of like using the maquis as a lens to be like or really more of a, a mirror if you will oh. uh up to the federation and be like look fuckheads like yeah. You think everything is so fucking rosy and peachy and you know kumbaya and this? Well, you know marshmallows. Well, you gave you look. You fucking you know came this close to to you know running some Native Americans out of their thing. You know, and the only way you didn't is by putting them under the yoke of the Cardassians. That's yeah. gonna work out. Oh, great. I read a I read a note that there were a bunch of um the, that tribe. Uh, in the background scenes in the bar, I guess. Well, I did notice that there was. Oh, really? For them. That's wild. For them. In the well, in the at the end, the um, so they didn't get all murdered immediately the, by the Cardassians. The well, co-pilot survivors joined the Maquis. Yeah. But yeah, that co the the guy's co-pilot was I thought supposed to be one of them because he had the similar mm-hmm. like weird. Because um, they all they, all their clothes were made of the same like worsted wool or something. Uh, is that the term I want? I don't know. But they all all their clothes looked worsted very uncomfortable because they looked like really <laughs> heavy like no not worsted wool tweed. They looked like they were really heavy tweed, mm. and he had the same kind of coat on. So I was like, I think he's supposed to be part of that mm. tribe. Mm. Or they just reused a costume. Or they well, but plus the actor was <laughs> okay. Um, no lostos. The, the actor was was not white. Mm. Was, was brown. So I was like, Whoa. all right, I think they're trying to maybe imply he's a member of that group. I'm allowed to use that word, Galen. I, I didn't. But um. I know. But yeah, no, it, it's golden <laughs> tan. It's like every yeah. But yes, I agree. I think they they had them sort of mixed in, like because that makes sense. Mm. Because the Federation, again, was just like, yeah, here's all these planets. I mean, they're as effective as, maybe as the UN is, you know, in our day. Like, they'll just be like, you're not supposed to do this. We all agreed. What are you going to do? Oh, look, it's time for another meeting in New York. Mm. I don't know. I think, you know, if, if, if the Federation is supposed to be... You know, kind of like the United States ideals, you know? Yeah. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of adventure. Uh, is, that, is that the American way? It is. Oh. Uh, you know, the Maquis are like the people being like, yeah, well, why are you overthrowing, you know, all these democratically elected governments yeah. and putting in fascists? Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Plus, I mean, let's be honest. Like, the Federation doesn't have to do anything about the Maquis. Mucky, and it's like, no, they're in your territory now. Honestly, Good fucking luck. You know, honestly, it's just knuckling under. I think it's. Em- I think. Again. I think it's embarrassing. I think. Well, that's, it is, I think that's a problem. I think that's really why the Federation is pissed off about it, because it's an embarrassment to them. But I think that because oh. otherwise the Maquis are really kind of doing a service. Oh yeah. For the Federation. Yeah. You know, if if the Maquis are successful in if not driving out. The Cardassians, which they probably would at least be keeping them busy, keeping them busy, and potentially, you know, if the Maquis are able to uncover, oh, maybe the Cardassians are deploying biogenic weapons. Well, that could actually—that's a good thing to you know. know. That's that's. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Maquis wasn't, you know, some sort of black op. Yeah, you know, it could be uh, the old Section Three One boys over there oh, doing some sure. uh, trouble. Seems but like no it, one's no, no one knows about them. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Uh, Top secret. Yeah, no. This is just another one where it's just like, you're all idiots. You're all fucking idiots. And Picard, you're blowing it again. Where do the McKee get their ships? Their Federation. That's another thing, right? They're using Federation ships. Are they? Because they... Yeah, they mentioned that they were Federation. Yeah. They 
they look at one and they say, oh, it's the same type as the one that attacked that, that Cardassian ship. So are they just taking one type of Federation ship and I, then ma- making them Maquis ships? I mean, I can see them, you know, raiding, like, one particular base or stealing from one particular place where, like, really, know, like, a stockpile of such yeah, and such. Yeah, really, it should be just be, like, a bunch, a bunch of different random ships. That would have cost too much money <laughs> for the art department. Yeah. Because you're right, true. that would look... Yeah, more appropriate. They, sh- they should cool. look like a fucking motley group because you know yeah. it's people of all kinds who've all you know taken. Okay, I got I got this ship. Great, thank you. This <laughs> one's broken. Can we meld it with this one over here? They, yeah. They literally like invade a Federation, a Starfleet junkyard, and smash crap together. So you got like a fucking Excelsior saucer puttering along it on it over Mad Max in space. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. <laughs> well, that's also like the the settlement itself to me. I mean, I guess it wasn't a Maquis settlement. It was just a federation s- colony. A that federation was settlement handed over to the card that that had that that uh, Maquis were at. But the the quality of, of living there was seemed pretty good from what they showed. I yeah. think you know when you compare it to like the Bajoran refugee camp that we saw in Ensign Row. Mm. You know, that was like a dump. They didn't, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't even have, have blankets. blankets. Yep. It's hey. like, okay, I understand why these people are pissed. Okay, now, Google spies on me constantly. Yes. It should know that when I look up Maquis ship, I don't mean an actual Earth boat. Oh, nope. Go on, sorry. Didn't, uh, Spy better, fucking... Mercury, the Mer- Ford, yeah, Ford Mercury, the Mercury car brand. Oh, yeah, the Mercury Marquis. They had a the Grand Marquis. Grand Marquis, yeah. Marquis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's more, yeah, that's yes. called like Desaad. Hello, everyone in this bar. We're looking for a dark-haired woman. <sighs> Have nope. you seen any? No, she's also got dark eyes. Oh, okay. In oh. that case, yeah. In that case, yeah. that's fine. There's only yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just left like 10 minutes ago. Ah, thank you. Oh, did uh, shaking noticed, my head uh, violently. Speaking of uh, speaking of seeing a dark-haired woman, I don't. I can't remember the last time we saw Roe if she had. I mean, the last time we saw Roe, she was literally a child. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I can't remember. It, it seems that she's had some work done uh, on her. Um, oh yeah, they removed the nose. Her the, her wings. Oh, that's right. Her nose yeah. wings. So he, she has the new style Bajoran uh, nose. Yeah. Which yeah, seems they, to be all the rage. They slowly morphed the Majoran noses because I think like, the makeup was too much of a pain in the ass to do on DS9. Yeah, yeah every, for every, every episode. Week, yeah. And there were a lot of Bajorans. But you'd think around. that like the oh, characters really? that had been established Bajoran? to have one... Like, you, I, you could understand, like, okay, because like, people from different parts of the world have different features, mm. so why couldn't Bajorans from different areas of Bajor have... Some of them have the bat. Because I, monoculture. Planet of the hats. Yeah. I have a tail. I just would think they've already established Roe as having that feature. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't they just yeah. leave it alone? We do not like to talk about it. I mean, I guess Worf's head has changed thrice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least in the show. Yeah. So His I guess, hairline is just all over the goddamn place. Yeah. He's definitely on his best head, though. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, everything I can tell from Memory Alpha, it's just a it's a Starfleet fighter that they nicked, the Maquis yeah. Raider. And nothing but or, that fighter. Or was I feel delivered like to them. I feel like it's explainable enough. Like, it could be like there was, you know, here we have that we're, we're about to launch this one type of, this one model of Starfleet fighter. They're at this base, and the Maquis are like, we're going to go to that base, and now we have all of these fighters. And so they'd be like, oh, well, that, you know, so recognize that fighter because that whole bunch of those were stolen X number. But still, they should also have other fucking. They should. They should have yeah. a couple should. shuttles should be a lying yes. around. 
They should have a couple like tandem bikes. They should have some stuff they stole from <laughs> the Cardassians, right? Like, yeah. You know, that's, that's if true. they've been raiding Cardassian stuff, they should have some Some Cardassian shit they tech. bought off the Ferengi. Yeah. Yeah. Say this, the Ferengi aren't, you know, great at fighting, but their ships do seem pretty solid. I mean, honestly, like, if their whole thing is, is, about? To, is to ambush Cardassian, uh, Cardassian at those prices, yeah. transports, you'd think they'd want to use Cardassian ships to do that. Yeah. That's true. Mm, that's a good point. So, Picard. Love him. I am unimpressed. John Luke Pickard. Well, he was also busy directing. Yeah, so but I feel that. like half the reason he chose Roe wasn't just because of her special training, but some sort of weird dad test. He, he, yeah, they definitely... And that felt shitty. They definitely played that up. That yeah, that it's weird. like, like, what did you expect, asshole? Mm-hmm. What did you expect? Especially after she mentioned, like, she'd studied under someone who was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah. when he just, he got a bit high horsey for me. Well, I think I think there I, I can I can justify it with Picard's character for two reasons. So, for one, he he was the one that gave Ro a chance yeah. when she really didn't deserve one. He let her keep the earring in. Yeah, and like and like so I think and then it, it, it occurred to me also that Ro Ro and Cito have a very parallel story. They were both well, they're both Bajoran, yep. obviously, but they're all—they were also, you know, disgraced, mm-hmm. and they both were kind of given redemption by Picard, and and Picard, you know, Cito, Cito ended up getting killed, and I think I don't think Picard, I think Picard took that pretty hard, yeah, and I think you know, so having I th- I don't know I think he does perhaps, and I'm putting a lot in you know I'm, I'm i'm projecting a lot in here that's not in the text but i could see i could certainly justify saying picard feels responsible for 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 cedo and and kind of felt if not a father figure to yeah. her but you know someone he looked at her very fondly i feel like he might feel the same way about roe so now mm-hmm. having to roe betray him yeah oh, and, no, to be, and to be fair Nechev is the first one that says let's let, let's have it be Roe yeah and Picard's like I was thinking the same thing of course I was <laughs> but and I'm not saying it doesn't make Where's sense my canapes? for his character but it's an aspect of his character I really don't like like when I see this side of Picard I like him a little less yeah, it's definitely well, it's manipulative. It's it's a weakness of his. Huge. I think it's I think I think it's a character weakness in Picard. He's only got but the one. But that's I think that's okay. I, mean, I think you know we see him. The other a lot. is he doesn't wheat feed Livingston enough. Mm. Mm. They're what a fat he's, fish. He's on his fifth Livingston. <laughs> I guess I guess the, the more like Dyingston. Hey. Right? <laughs> oh no. Um, I guess the uh, the the way that I was looking at at the relationship is just is Picard's. You know, own like past. You know, as a as a hothead getting stabbed in the chest, young uh, buck. Hotshot. Yeah, yeah, young buck. There we go. That's a, that's a goes through a lady a week. Yikes. So like seeing you know someone like Roe who's just fucking rebellious and fuck all y'all. You know, you, you get like I can I could see that like I feel like anytime Picard's looking at Roe, I'm kind of seeing like you know that sort of reflection in his in his in his demeanor mm. she also goes through a man or lady a week well Literally. okay it's so true. we all know this so so speaking of this so the, the scene in this episode that really that i really didn't care for was the goddamn bar scene where picard oh they're nuzzling each other that, that oh, yeah, weird that like so uncomfortable. uncomfortable to be fair he was busy directing <laughs> well, yeah, <but> like, <laughs> <laughs> 
it was it was awkward just in how it was played because you know she's pretending to be a prostitute and whatever and it was just it felt unnecessary it felt like an unnecessary thing but here's the other thing too and i get that they wanted to have that meeting be between roe and picard Mm. and it was going to be hard for them to get together but at the same time if you're trying to pull off this covert mission yeah don't send fucking the most recognizable yeah. starfleet captain yeah right. no one ever recognizes picard it's ridiculous it's absurd it's, a, it's just Remember all those pirates that's None true. Of them know that's only true. Ones. uh yeah you're true. right my mistake but at the same time i don't know it just seems ridiculous that they that picard would go to this bar and that they would know like oh yeah we're gonna do the prostitution thing right all right cool i'll, br- the, I'll bring money yeah. at the very least like wear a disguise <laughs> Yeah. yeah, pop over to uh, to medical and just you know like let's let's, yeah, let's do give the... you a, just put put on a put on a, a, a rug for Christ's give sake. Give me some eyebrows. Yeah. Just a big floppy hat. One of those big like stupid floppy like American flag hats you buy at a parade for two dollars. <laughs> like 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 slash wears. Yeah, I mean, all Perfect. slash top yeah. hat. You just sounded a lot like uh, what's his name Howard. Oh. Howard yeah! 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 <laughs> so, uh, I was looking at my notes. I've got to give huge credit to uh, Jonathan Frakes. He loves playing dress up. Barely in the episode. <laughs> but at that bit at the very end, like, there is some barely contained anger there. Like, mm. he is seething. How, who is he more mad at? Ro or Picard? I don't know, but... Himself, because he doesn't remember the time they had sex. S- Spot just pissed <laughs> on his rug. But, like, I was like, wow, he is... I don't want to be in the same room as that man. He's about to go to the holodeck and just punch things for a while. With his dick? No. no. Oh, okay. No, no. He's got to get the anger out first. Uh, then the sex program. Well, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, no, I did like this show. Uh... Star Trek. I always love the the Cold War flavored stuff. Yeah, like that always. That's mm. always the stuff that really like grabs. You really me. like DS9, like don't you? I love DS9 so mm. much. I can't wait for you guys to get. And it. like you know, and and to that point too. I mean, they've. I, I think I said this before that you know they've tried the Ferengi, mm-hmm. they tried the the <laughs> Romulans, they mm-hmm. tried the Borg. You know the Borg are so cool, but they're not a mm-hmm. good well, they're boring not, villain. They're not. Yeah, they're not yeah, something you can you use know, all the time. Boring. You can't exactly. do it over and but over again. The, there's nothing but interesting like they there. Really, you know, and even the Klingons. You know, the, there's a lot of races that are depicted in Star Trek as you know, sort of villains or kind of on the on the fence type villains, but the fucking Cardassians are the best. Yeah. You know, I think helps. And I think I might have said this once before. It's like, it so rarely works when people in any medium, in any genre or whatever, sit down and try to consciously make a villain. And with the Cardassians, because you, uh, somebody, you probably, you Ames, you do all the research. The episode that really introduced them is like, you know, the oppressors the, the of Bajor and all that. Was that the wounded? No, it was their second appearance, I guess. In their second appearance, though, the one with uh, where they kind of got into the whole... Yeah, it was actually Roe's first appearance. Oh, Ensign Roe. Yeah. Originally, it was going to be the Romulans that had conquered Bajor. Oh, and terrible. somebody said, like, yeah, we use them to reason. What about yeah, those Cardassians? Right, yeah, so that. because of that one person going, what about this? They end up becoming a major antagonist. And again, it wasn't on purpose. And I think that's half the reason it ended up working. And like, 
you know, I, I don't, I just don't know what it was about it. I mean, maybe it was the writers who happened to do those episodes, those maybe. formative Kardashian episodes, just just happened to to, to do it right. And their yeah. makeup is is perfect for that kind of character because like, they're so snaky. Because like really, mm. so I'm going to not count the board because they're a special thing. But yeah, they're their but, own. But like, so if you say that you know the Ferengi and the Kardashians are really the two recurring villains that were invented for TNG. And how do they get it so fucking wrong with the Ferengi? <laughs> yeah. They tried well, too hard. the character design, Ugh. the way they had the move in their first oh, appearance, God. the whips, the fur, yeah, it just, yeah. You know, basically everything. To, like, you know, throw they, out, they, throw they, the they whole just, thing out and try again. They fucked okay. it up so bad. They fucked it up so bad that they had to re, uh, you know, ret- retcon the race to be comic relief. Like, yeah. That's how bad. Like, yeah, they, they wanted yeah. to be this intimidating fucking villain. Yeah, that, that they had to like go back and re-kajigger to be the fucking goofballs. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. And and honestly, that's way better. Like the Ferengi are not I like the Ferengi. Yeah. I think as the Ferengi have goofballs. some great, yeah, yeah. Some as great Ferengi, stuff. as what they become. But yeah, not yeah. as what they tried to do in No, the those movie. were those fucking but little frogs. Well, but how are you gonna make great. super intimidating evil characters and have them be like three feet tall? Well, really, it's how they walked in the Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like that thing you I was gonna say it's like uh, it's, it's like you're doing a lot of just... draft by um you know the Fosse yeah Fosse Jake is doing a lot of gesticulating everyone yeah. and yeah. he's not wrong yeah. no, he's and not. you know it's funny because Chris and Caitlin and I were just talking about cats in the car on the way yeah over. we were oh cats that's <clears> how <throat> awful it is like you could that could have been interesting you know they have these, these... is that Fosse no. Oh, so you have had this race that isn't physically imposing, but it's actually a threat. Like, that could have been interesting, but it didn't work because, again, Bob Fosse. Mm. Um, but the, uh, the the Kardashians kind of look like alligators, so that's cool. Alligators, lizards, reptiles. Yeah, it's great. Oh, you know what I noticed? I don't know if I noticed this before. I know I noticed it in future, in, in DSI. I don't know if they've done it yet on... Well, actually, have we seen a female Kardashian up to this it, point? The little, we saw a little girl. Three oh times. yeah, and we saw um, Mary Poppins. The Mary Poppins one, and there oh, was right. one in, the in sick bay. I'm sorry, in... Mary Poppins? The fuck? <laughs> yeah. uh, we compared right. what's her name in the chase to Mary Poppins. Well, if I didn't mention it, if I didn't mention it during then, and I, I honestly don't remember if she had it, but I did notice that the we see a female Kardashian here. Yeah, in sick bay, and she has the makeup on, mm-hmm. which is becomes a like, which I think is an interesting thing, right? That like they that that Kardashian women. Have like just like lipstick, but they have like spoon. Oh yeah, they, they color in their spoons, spoon. and they color and they like often color like one of the ribs on, on their yeah. head, which yeah, I think I which I think is cool. I know what I'm gonna focus on. I, yeah, I don't think they did that with Mary Poppins in the chase. I don't think they did. The I think that's right a now. well. I think they do it. They do it on DS9, so they're probably just remaining consistent. Oh, set. That's right now. I'm so excited. And I just, I just think, I just like, oh, that's cool. Like, I, 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 I always thought it was cool in DS9. I think there's even a few men, uh, male uh, Cardassians that have, have the makeup, which is yeah. awesome. God, I would hope so. You know? So either either it's the production designer fucked up and was like, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be green. Or they're, like, suggesting that, you know, that it's cool. That so, cosmetics are, yeah. yeah. It's cool to have a, a, a bluer or green spoon and, and some, some green neck stuff. So cool. But do any of them draw little smiley faces in them? I haven't seen that. No, Holy they're all angry I wanted faces. to see like somebody like put like a big jewel in the mm. spoon. You know? Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, they can. It's got something to do with how they breathe, I bet. Mm. By the way, am I just making this up? I swear yes. I heard somewhere that Cardassians had two spines, but... That 
sounds feasible. But Google had nothing for me, so I might have made it up. Well, we know Klingons don't. It's the one thing they have yeah, one of. No, <laughs> Whoops. Well, that was fun. Yeah, man. Ooh. This is a good show. Yeah. All right. Should we... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah no, let's... Over. Let's... Yeah, no, I was, I was trying to unsubtly suggest we need to wrap this. Let's do it then. Wrap well... I have another thought now, Bob. <laughs> Come on, Liz. Wait, right. do you actually have another thought? No, I did okay. not. Okay, cool. Well, so this... Uh, yeah, this was kind of a mixed bag. We had one shitter and one pretty good one, I think, this week. Yeah. Well, next week, it better be good because we're only doing one. Mm. <laughs> uh, and it is the only one left. Mm. Yeah. So weird. That's right, folks. Next week is the end of an era uh, as we reach the final episode of Star Trek The Next Generation in All Good Things. Mm, that's All Good Things. It is a, it is a two, uh, a double episode. It's not really a two-part. It's a, just a double episode. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be spending our whole show talking about that, but we'll also be doing our, our season wrap-up for season seven, as well as going through our uh, tops and bottoms for the whole series. So yep. wow, it's gonna be a long one, I think. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we'll take too super long I have on a all lo- the things. I have two pages of notes. Oh boy. Okay. Talk maybe, fast. Maybe we yeah. will talk like the um, micro machines. I'll guy. start now. Well, there were ten cats. If you want to see how long it's going to take us to get through that episode <laughs> and then all of our other bullshit, you should tune in next time to a star to steer her by. But until then, you can find us on the internet, on Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr. Search for SSHB Podcast or go to SSHBpodcast.com. You can also download our podcast on Google Music or Google Podcasts. I don't know what it is. Or Google Play. Apple. Apple Play. <laughs> Uh, which is not <laughs> iTunes because iTunes is over, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's Apple. Uh, Apple. So we can't Apple say podcast. that anymore. Apple me. Well, whatever it is, you can get us there and any other podcast machine. And of course, as always, you can find us on our home on the web at <laughs> SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com. S O U N D C L O W N. Dot com. Oh, yeah. thank God you finally spelled it. <laughs> ah, that's right. I figured people were confused. So go there, search for Star to see her by. You'll f- actually you're not going to find us if you go no. there. We're really close to Jake being done doing all the. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking. Just think, you I only know. have like There's three like, or four more episodes of having to hear five, this bullshit. Five, five episodes, five. right? Yeah, we got four movies and one uh, final episode, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then you're free of me, folks. So enjoy it while it lasts, bitch. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. My name is the Jake. Lovers, the, the dreamers, and, and this is Ames. All of us. That's all the words I know. No other words either. Oh, th- this is Chris. This I'm is Caitlin. And Liz. Thank you, Liz. Liz. What the J- fuck just happened? You started the sway, and that's the. <laughs> I didn't start the sway. Most yeah, sway no, you did. No, no, you started I could it. think of no, was, was Rainbow I Connection. Oh, uh, I thought you. Oh, you started the sway. Yeah. I thought oh, you were doing right. it because Liz he was started the sway. Right. Liz is gonna piss herself. Good night. Yeah, no, Good night. Matter. Goodbye. <laughs>